Hey everybody, welcome to your unpaid therapist. Hello, welcome to another episode of your unpaid therapist. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I didn't even get a donut. Oh, that's, that, right? that's sexy though. I, right? like, I like it. I'm Valerie Milagros Ortiz. I don't know. I am your host, Ali Kona. She's away. Brad Ford. <laughs> this is your unpaid therapist. Shua. Hey everybody, welcome to your unpaid therapist. As always, I am your host, Ali Kona. She's away, Brad Ford. (laughs) I am Valerie Ortiz. Why why did you say all your names? I don't know. I mean, do you guys want my social security number too? Because I feel like, I don't know. I'm Valerie Milagros Ortiz. I don't know. What's your mom's maiden name? Oh, Kawamoto. Oh, that's that's sexy though. Like it. Okay, let's get to it. Okay. Our tradition. Yes. Okay, so uh, I'm going to let you do the honors. I'm going to let Val go ahead and pick that first card. Okay. <laughs> Never have I ever had a crush on someone I've worked with. I mean, <laughs> is that even possible to not, right? Like, I mean, kind of, you could not. Um, Depends I, on what industry you're in, right? Like, if you're in tech, no, that's no offense to my tech people. I'm like, mm, there could be a hot techie out there. Yeah, I mean, so I, I guess I won't, but I, I'm not going to get too specific, I guess. But um, for me, just like on shows, there's, oh, especially where we met on Hit the Floor, I mean, there's just beautiful people. A you know, ripped dudes. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, of course, there's like gorgeous men. So yeah, that was easy. All right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and take my card. Never have I ever. Walked with lions. Walked with lions? Yeah, I have. Oh, where? <laughs> in Africa. Oh. Like straight up, they had, it was so hot. Oh, you guys, you know I'm vegan, okay? But the guy had like a bag of frozen chicks, which I did not know, otherwise I would not have signed chicks? up for this. Baby like chicks? chickens? Yeah. Oh. But like you literally go on a mile hike with some free range roaming lions right next to you on a trail for like a couple miles. And to keep them distracted, the guy like threw out the frozen baby chicks. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh. Okay, next time. That's terrible. yeah. I was like, oh, gosh, this just got real dark. Hold I'm on. Not with this I've always wanted to do one of those safaris, but I don't know about now. Um, ha. Wait, never have I ever used a dating app to find love. <laughs> I, I can't. Did it? Say, no. Did it? Done. <laughs> I've done it, and I'm so happy I did. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Next, never have I ever had to dye my gray hairs. Girl, please. I am youthful. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I absolutely have. <laughs> I, you, you couldn't even tell if my hair were... Like, I was going to say, <laughs> have you had gray hairs? And would like, you know? You know? I'm sure there's a few little... Like, they pop out. Um, someone in my life stresses me. And I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. It's, so, no? It's been dyed for so long. I know they're in there. I just... Okay. So, maybe, but you just don't know. Correct. Okay. Me, for sure. And I have to be honest. Like, the first time it happened, I was like... I just had this idea of like when I had gray hair, I would be old with kids and married and and a house or, you know, just had a totally completely different life. So it really caught me off guard. And I have to be honest, like the first few I saw, I was going through my divorce. Oh, (laughs) and I was like, aha. You little, um, dude. Isn't that funny? No, I take but that. It's, yeah. Dude, okay. So when I was with my ex towards the end of our relationship, I was super unhappy. I started getting a few in the front of my bangs, See? and I was in my twenties. Oh. But they went away. Like after I found happiness, <laughs> they went away. They never grew back. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Okay, you go. You oh, go. it's my turn. Yeah. Wait, no, I just did the. Gray I did hair. great. Oh, you did great. Yeah. Okay. Just 
Okay. Never have I ever partook in a ridiculous fad diet because it was trendy, but in hindsight, in hindsight realized it literally made no sense, a.k.a. a rice diet or Atkins. Um, yeah, I absolutely have partook in. <laughs> partaken? Partaken? Partake, partake. Do you want to take this one first? Um, Go ahead. All of them. Everything. Every day. Uh, yeah. I don't, and I don't know. So I do 80-20 paleo. I've talked about that. Is mm-hmm. is that a fad diet? I don't, would kind you say? Of, I mean, maybe kind of, but like for me, like I totally tried to do a rice diet once when I was in seventh what grade. What is the rice diet? Just, because all I've heard is don't eat rice. So I want that diet. And if I'm going to look like you, like, am I right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, for real. Like I was So saying, wait, but what is the rice diet? You just eat rice. That's it. It doesn't work. It's I, not like it was a miracle. I was in seventh grade and I read in a magazine. It was like, I'm going to be skinny and I'm just going to eat a lot of rice. And I was still kind of hungry. But yeah, I oh my probably goodness. got fluffy. I don't know. But you know what's so interesting? Because I've, you know, I've traveled the world and there's, you know, a lot of places, a lot of cultures who eat a lot of rice and... You know, not to be a whole stereotype, but because I'm from Asia, <laughs> exactly. Y'all, be, y'all eat a lot of rice, and like your people are tiny. I'm like, I mean... but then my people, we arroz con gandule and habichuela and all the things, <laughs> and them thick thighs say otherwise. I don't <laughs> so... even know anything you just said right now, but I'm. Gonna... I'm just saying, how do y'all get to eat all the rice? And when we eat all the rice, it's like you can tell we ate a lot of rice. I think it's the lifestyle. I think that yeah. also it's what's in the food, like those. Japanese yeah. people, they'd be growing their rice whole and healthy. I don't That's know. Right. I don't know. That's my That's guess. Quite interesting, though. So is that the only one, the rice diet? Um, Yeah. What else have I done? That's. I mean, I'm vegan. Atkins, but... The thing said Atkins. I've tried the Atkins. I only lasted two days, and I'm, I'm not a quitter, y'all, but I couldn't do it. Like, it just, it was all too heavy and fat and oily. Like, yeah, ooh, no, Dr. Atkins like, died, so <laughs> that was not a good thing. But, um, no, but, you know, I always did the, like, let me try not to eat for a while. That didn't work. Uh, Like, the water diet. But, you know, all these... The water when... diet? I just drink water. Oh, um, my God. But, you know, all these things happened more so when I was younger. Okay. You know? Like... Which I'm happy... To... Well, not happy to hear that happened when you were younger, but people sometimes associate what we do in our careers and being in Hollywood and on TV. Like, we... Like, that would be something you would be doing now. But it, yeah, but my mom... So my mom is Japanese, and she's four foot eight... 89 pounds so when i started getting bigger than her and i and she calls me big boned and whatever it was just she didn't understand why i was getting so big so i mean i, I was on a diet when i was probably four like i remember because it was before we moved from california yeah. that mm-hmm. she should have used a different word she should have been we're eating healthy yeah, not like, we're going on a diet so much to unpack with that yeah um so i think i've been raised to uh, be so cognizant of what i was eating but yeah when i was younger my mom would weigh me all the time and kind of just be like oh, or she'd always talk about how my legs were really really big but i was mm-hmm. gymnastics ice skating running like all the things that build your thighs anyway and there was no body positivity back then yeah so you know i was just trying to be skinny and all the cute girls were skinny and i just was like oh god like I'd, i remember sitting in my chair in sixth grade wearing shorts and thinking my thighs were just so fat like trying to wow. you know so and then all throughout when we moved to vegas and you know vegas is like 114 degrees in the sure. summer i'd wear jeans didn't matter what time of the year i was wearing full-legged jeans which is weird because i'm also i was a cheerleader but right. yeah i wouldn't wear shorts oh girl um yeah, there's so much about that, obviously, that we can dive into with just growing up in a space where 
and where somebody you trusted, you know, made you believe that you weren't enough or that you needed to change. Um, because in what we do, I feel like there's a lot of that mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. social medias and the, the highlight reels. There's so much of that or can be. Well, get... people can now comment on you. So it's like, right. you don't even have to be famous. You uh-huh. put something on social media and then all of a sudden people get bold and they start talking shit about you, whether it's because they're jealous or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a beautiful girl and you might have some curves and all of a sudden these other females come. They come for you. Mm-hmm. You're feeling good about yourself and you want to post a nice picture because you're feeling confident and that turns other people off. And it's not that it turns other people off. It's that they're insecure in their own right. So to make themselves feel better, they project onto you. And what I do, because I love that you said that that whole body positivity movement wasn't around back then. I do love that now we do have a lot of like influential women out there um, who are changing kind of like the conversation around different body types. And and really, it ain't any other business, like even talking about women's bodies in general, like all of that, like it's it's getting better. Right. And I, I love that um, a lot, especially because even hearing how you grew up, and I'm sure a lot of people could relate. Um, I hope not, but I think a lot of people would relate to it. Um, and also, be- I would say let's not discount the male experience 100%. because that is a thing we just you know your voice you're not supposed to have emotions about that stuff but whether it be feeling like you are too thin and you want to be more you know muscular muscular, like yeah because you haven't hit puberty yet and all the other dudes have or vice versa um you know being teased because you were chubby and you Mm -hmm. were fat and all these things and you know you had at one point dated somebody who was involved with um sports he he wanted to do what psychology with sports that's right and uh yeah which was fascinating fascinating because um he particularly um kind of opened the light on especially in like the boxing world and how there's like weighing ins and stuff like that and there's a lot of um like manipulation of like the intake of food or the outtake of it um and that's huge and that you're right it's not talked about so i love that you brought that up um because you know, obviously we're going to focus on women and ourselves and because that's our experience. But um, I'd be so interested to, to even maybe our, in our, our viewers or to comment or whatever to kind of hear a little bit more of what it's like for them then and now. Um, because, yeah, the movement is all like curvy women or little, you know, tall, fat, skinny, whatever, all the, all the things. But I, you don't hear it too much about men. Right. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And if you are enjoying our content, please, please, please head over to our Patreon page to get exclusive perks. This is your chance to help us grow so that we can bring you more of all the things you already love. Thanks, Bestie. We come from a different era and you... I can speak English. It's my first language, y'all. Um, your brain wires together when you're at a certain age, when you're much younger. So even though we're older and consciously we can tell ourselves like, I'm fit or I'm this or I'm that, you still have subconscious navigating what you're doing throughout the day that dictates how you feel about yourself or think about yourself. So even though I know that I should look at myself and like I work out and be like, oh, you're fit and you're that and da 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 but there is always that voice that's like, ooh, not quite, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like looking in the mirror and be like, mm, mm, you know? Um, 
but then there's also the thing where you do start the diet, but then you can't stick with the diet or you start the workout routine and you can't stick with the routine. And that, I mean, that's a whole ass Maddie situation too, just because I feel like, like they say, you know, you can't, that's psychological. That's, that's a mental thing. Like you can't just get gastric bypass and, and think that, oh, now my stomach's smaller. Like it's all good. Like there's way more to unpack with, um, and I'm not a licensed anything but yes i'm not licensed anything but just an interesting fact that i had learned from somebody who was in counseling is that majority of the people so before you talk shit okay public service announcement before anybody talks shit <laughs> about someone who is on the thicker side mm-hmm. oftentimes people who have encountered some sort of sexual abuse tend to put a little bit more weight on their body, whether subconscious or conscious, to make themselves unattractive. So they're less likely to be the victim of another uh, Mm. sexually charged. Or or they're hiding their feelings, not hiding their feelings, but dealing with their emotions through food. So there's two different ways to do it. But I do know that statistically, somebody had done a study with people who were obese and the, the percentage of how many of those people were sexually assaulted, abused, what Ooh, have you growing ouch. up was extremely high. Really? Mm. I mean, I don't, I'd love to get like the specific study on that because that's a really bold statement. Um, and yeah. I, I don't want any, you know, yeah. yeah. But um, that's that's interesting. But regardless if it's that or something else, some other trauma, I just, I say that to say, be thoughtful before you judge somebody. Um, I used to work with somebody who we'd be walking around, I was on tour and he, you know, we often were in the Midwest and he'd see a bunch of people who were overweight and he'd be like, oh God, they're just so fat and lazy. And I'm Mm. like, but you don't know what they're going through, bro. Yeah. But also too, I, I also want to be careful because I don't think that... I don't think that being overweight means that you have to be unhappy with it because there's some people who are very confident and very happy and very healthy in their body. So I I don't think we need to associate that as it's a negative at all. You Mm -hmm. know, like obviously you're having health issues and other things are connected to it, whatever, but there's just so much to it. And there's maybe a lot of people be like, I don't want to look like your little skinny need to eat ladies or men, you know, like I, I love this body that I'm in and, and I, I embrace it. And because I think that's the thing that's, that's been the message. Big is bad. Bigger is bad. Like you should feel bad about that. Like, and I hope that there's people out there obviously with good health, mm-hmm. um, who are happy in their skin. So let me ask you this. Cause you and I are both really and into we have fitness. One more card too. We do have one more card. Um, we're really into fitness for our own motivation reasons. Mm-hmm. What is your perspective of your own body? Um, it's changed um, throughout the years. I think very much like you, I was in ballet as a young girl. That was my first love was dance. And I was the thickest little girl in, in my ballet because of the thighs and the booty and the hips. Um, so I didn't feel like I fit in. Um, and now looking back, I was like... Baby Val was so cute. Like, girl, you were thick. <laughs> like, I was a little thick next to the ballerina ballerinas with the, you know, tall, long legs and yeah. whatever. But obviously, I didn't look like them. And there was a part of me that wanted to. So even even that, that came from nobody but me. I didn't have a mom or a dad or anybody telling me that what I was was wrong or not good enough or whatever. So even that's an interesting thing of like what where when was that born in me right tv um, maybe could be yeah um i don't know and that's a really really good question 
Um, so in my youth, I definitely felt, um, I, 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 I loathed and I, and I use that word very specifically. I loathed swimsuits or the idea oh. of being in a pool or being invited to a pool party. Actually, <laughs> I don't think my brother's going to listen to this, but it's so funny. I just remembered this. I'll never forget when I was in elementary school, he, you know, I was a little, gosh, I even, I, I hate to even say this because I really wasn't chunky, but like, I guess, um, my brother was like, he had said like, before I go to middle school, I may want to lose weight. <gasps> yeah. But what's funny about that, it wasn't a, <gasps> to me, because if you know my brother, he's very, he's super science. He's very matter of fact. He's very like, I'm trying to help you. Mm -hmm. Like it, it wasn't a, an insult. It was really, and anybody who listens to this, who knows my brother will understand this. He doesn't, he's not a mean person. And he's actually very methodical in like teaching and helping. So I know with every ounce of me that he didn't say that to make me feel bad. He said that so I wouldn't feel bad. Mm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Which is really, and again, it's only because I obviously have a really close relationship with my brother and I have to know that to have been able to accept that comment that way. But it, it was helpful in a in a way, in the sense of like, oh, because I was super like unaware. But at the same time, and I, he forgot he said it, of course. I, I told him a little bit ago. Um, and he was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, you did. But... um. He didn't have to say it because, like I said, I had already had my own issues with it that were born in ballet. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just him being like, just, you know, you might be invited to a pool party. And like, I don't know. Like, I know this is something that concerns you. I don't know. So you just don't want you to get made fun of. Yeah. So but what of. Yeah. Like what a interesting. Right. You have to have that trust and the kind of relationship to be able to receive that kind of information on something that you're insecure about and not be mad at the person because mm -hmm. I've never really was mad about it. Um, now as an adult, my relationship with my body, um, to be honest, I think it still fluctuates. I'm, I'm right now, I'm in a really happy place with my body. I feel so strong. Um, I'm feeling super motivated. You know, I've done triathlons, marathons, all the things. I love to stay active just like you. Um, but I, do believe that this body positivity movement has helped me and also women let me tell you about us women and the gym that I go to and even the one I've been to before like we love each other and like and I love I've gotten like just from other women like compliments and being like what are you doing like I, I want to do I want my body to look like yours da 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 and I'm just like dude like there's so much talk about women hating on each other and bashing each other, but I've, I haven't received that. And especially in the last several months too, just because of these different women that I've been um, doing classes with, I'm like, I love us. And I love when we're like helpful and like, I'm all like, I'm going to go to this class and motivating each other. Like you've come like do two a days. Like, and then like this one girl I just met, she's like, I'm here girl. Like I'm going to do it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And like, telling people a protein shake I'm drinking or just stupid stuff like that. But I love that. Like just 
women cheering each other on and As just they should. yeah and being okay and being upfront with their compliments and you know right i do think that's a shift in culture though i don't think yeah. if, you, if it would have been the 90s yeah maybe even the early 2000s i don't know if it'd be like that but also depends on your age too, right? Because younger yeah. women tend to be a little bit more competitive with each other because they're brought up to be competitive. Now I think we're calming down on that, um, because I, that's why people talk shit. Really, it's like underwhelm to me undertone of like competitiveness. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, and I love that. I I feel like if you win, then I win. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. That's just my take on it. Yeah, and I mean, it, and it's. And it doesn't even have to be like a competition thing. Like, I, it's like, I don't even know you. You're a stranger. But like, I just wanted to. And like, I went up to a girl the other day. I've, I've seen her being consistent and she's gotten like stronger. And I just was like, I just wanted to let you know that like, you've been killing it. And this woman, she was sweaty. And I was a little like, oh, but she gave me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta say that. I was like, she went in for the hug. And I <laughs> but I, I, I embraced the hug because it was a genuine moment for her that I don't think she had gotten that validation from from anybody uh-huh. and it's cool I think it's important to to see people right mm-hmm. and for whatever reason something in me told me to tell this girl like look you've been killing it like I've yeah. seen you and that was that was that was cool minus the sweaty body yeah yeah <laughs> but it was sweet but that is an amazing feeling like yeah. I've done that before I've run to the top of uh Runyon Canyon, which is a big place in LA, right. that, you know, yeah. go to. And let me tell you, go them stairs are steep. <laughs> and I remember one day I was going, you know, in my tunnel and like, and like randomly, some guy was like, "Good job, you're almost there." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna run faster now." <laughs> it's you know, the best. but it's true. So I guess if you take anything away from this podcast, it's encourage somebody, tell a stranger they look beautiful or that they're doing a great job at the gym or. You know, yeah. something like that. Um, but I do want to get to, we have a special segment, our, our Ask Maddie, which we actually have, um, and this is very relatable to the topic, this last card, the Never Have I Ever, which mm-hmm. we kind of steered away from, but that's okay. Um, never Have I Ever Thrown Up After a Meal Due to Guilt. Um, again, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I definitely tried. That shit did not feel good. I don't know how mm-hmm. people did it. I was like, I'm good. One, <clears throat> no, we're good. I'm okay. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, when I was younger as well. And I, I know my mom's my mom will probably hear these and she's like she's gonna be like, oh, I'm all ready. <laughs> but um yeah, and it's and it never I same as you. I, I don't even think I did it right, which You're like, I, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. we don't even need to get get into that. But um the thought the fact that I had seen it and heard about it and thought that like, oh, this might be a solution. Right. Especially Oh, and I get emotional thinking about it, especially when I think of young us, right? Because if I think of like my cousin's kids or any young little women in my life, um, uh, it would tear me apart that that would even come in their brain that they thought that they needed to do that to feel better, look better, anything be accepted. So to even think of little Val thinking that, oh, maybe this, this would be a make me feel better or look better or be accepted is that's so sad mm-hmm. you know it's like and i think um i read somewhere i forgot who did it It was some celebrity but they put a photo i think it was one of the jenners or one of the kardashians um they put a photo of little them on their mirror just to remind them that if anytime they're you know having one of those moments you know maybe it's that time of the month or whatever and you're just feeling just not however you want to feel 
just to have little baby you there to just remind yourself like don't don't say that to her don't think right, that about you her never. you would never yeah but what's crazy is oh when parents do yeah like and I, I that I mean when you said that about your mom I just oh yeah you gonna make me cry. I know. Sorry. No, it's okay. Because then I like I think about like this is totally off topic, but like if I were to look at a picture of little me and knowing the things that I did hear, the things that were said to me, like how do you say that to a little person? And mm. that's okay, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the things that we had wanted to uh discuss with our, our resident therapist, if you will, yes. ask Maddie. Uh, was the topic of body dysmorphia because yeah. uh I'm I mean and in somewhat maybe a joke or somewhat seriousness, like I've had that thrown at me before. Same. But you know, it's just one of those because I'm always like, oh I need to work out harder or I need to do this more and like, girl, you're skinny. Shut up. Mm. And that girl you're skinny, is that you talking to yourself? No, I mean I've had Anybody other people either. say okay. yeah, 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 say that to me. But it's like, yeah, but you don't uh you don't know what it's like in my head or how I see myself. And not that That's and, right. and I'd love to get a clear definition because it's of not like I is. look in the mirror and it's a funhouse mirror. It's not like I'm like, Oh, I see all this blubber and you know what I mean? Um I just see there's room for improvement. And I for me personally, I'm like, oh there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'd I'd love I can't wait to um to have Maddie chime in because I've had I've had that said to me or asked like do you think you have body dysmorphia and I'm like I don't know I've never been like clinically diagnosed I to be like you said I don't even know what the definition 100 what does it is. look like yeah and but I mean I I guess I I can't say I wouldn't be surprised if somebody said I did maybe I don't know I honestly don't know I don't wouldn't that be some shit know. though like i don't know this thought just occurred to me but i'm like wouldn't that be some shit if i really look like you know my ideal and i'm over here and i see something different like how unfair to my eyeballs i have a question for you okay how unfair to my eyeballs um when you look at old photos do uh -huh. you look back at old photos and are like dang i looked good and i remember feeling you know insecure that day or do you look at old photos and be like nope Yep, I I didn't feel good for a reason. Like, what? I don't know. What's your? I don't. I hope you don't. I hope you don't. Yep, girl, you was ugly back then. Shit. I hope you don't ever. I hope you don't ever have the other one. But I guess I was wondering more, like if you're ever. Yep, shouldn't have eaten pizza that day, Val. Um, horrible, oh, horrible things to say to yourself. Um, but yeah, how is it? I mean, I, I actually, I think I have seen some photos of me in my 20s where I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, I am kind of petite. But then again, I've seen photos of me in high school, some where I'm like, oh, my cheeks are real puffy. And others where I'm like, oh, like you said, hate my senior photo. And then I went back and I looked at it and I was like, oh, she's kind of cute. But uh -huh. mind you, when I was a senior, like I had blue con contacts. I hated the uh -huh. color of my eyes because it looked like diarrhea. Um, so I was wearing blue contacts. I had bleached my hair, which I guess is not for a rope. But I was trying to be blonde. You know okay. what I mean? So <clears throat> that aside, and, um, you know, I had terrible acne when I was younger, too, but looking at some of my old photos I was like oh I wasn't that ugly like I wasn't a, a supermodel and I still don't think I am but I wasn't like fugly you know in your yeah and in, in your vision of yeah what you would want to be yeah yeah no that's yeah that's super interesting um anything you want to say before we actually cut to Matt real quick yeah um no I, I just I can't wait till he chimes in and I, I want to hear more about that 
Okay, cool. So Maddie normally would be here with us or we would Zoom with him. He is doing a very amazing podcast conference. So we're going to cut to him, let him give his two five cents. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> then we'll come give, back. Give it to us all. Maddie. Yeah, right. Okay, let's talk about body dysmorphia. You're right in that we all are critical about our own bodies, but why does that be kind of morph into a body dysmorphic disorder? And the big thing that, and um, you know, the big thing that I've noticed is a lot of it is the anxiety level. So I think y'all brought up a good point. Like when you look back at old pictures, do you, cause I look back at those pictures and I'm like, Ooh, I was skinny. I look good. But I think from a body dysmorphia uh, mindset, you, would, you wouldn't be able to see anything but those things you didn't like about your body. I think in a present day sense, it's when the anxiety of you obsessing over something about your body, it's, um, it becomes uh, obsessive or almost kind of like with drinking. Like you can have a drink, but what defines someone's relationship with alcohol that might make them an alcoholic would be if it is getting in the way of their normal routine of life. So if this obsession with your body is getting in the way of your normal routine, you're overspending because you're getting plastic surgeries you can't afford and it makes it kind of calms the anxiety for a little bit, but then the anxiety just comes back up. That's definitely something that's going to be uh, body dysmorphia. Happens a lot in the trans community because obviously uh, trans people are born into the wrong body. So in those circumstances, that's a normal or, or a, a, a typical thing to happen. And it's easily treatable. I think there's a lot of different um, ways to look at it. Something that I found is sometimes letter writing. Writing a letter to body dysmorphia because it's such an internalized thing and we think it's our body. We think what's wrong with me. I hate myself. I, I hate my arm. I hate myself. But what if you write a letter to body dysmorphia and tell body dysmorphia, you know, um, you've been in my life as a character in my life for a long time now. And there's some times in my life where I don't want you to be in my life. And I'm thinking what my life would look like if you weren't in it. And it's a, an ability that gives us this uh, connection more to true self and kind of puts space in between the body dysmorphia disorder and ourselves so we don't feel like it's us. Because um, we weren't born with body dysmorphia. Bla believe me, especially if you're a woman in the world, it is learned, um, but it's something that we can unlearn. That's the beauty. It's not the identity of who you are, and that's really important to remember. All right, back to y'all. I, I love, 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 love the idea of these letters. I mean, yeah. I'm, 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 a, I have to write things down, um, kind of person in general. So even him suggesting that is very, I, I, I feel like that that's beautiful advice well what's even deeper and this would be a totally different episode but him saying that when you have something like body dysmorphia it's not just about the way you look at your body but it's also a form of self-hate yes so then you then reflecting back on yourself and again i don't necessarily think that i have that per se but have i loved myself always no, no right have i been hard on myself absolutely will that ever go away i don't know yeah yeah um Amazing advice. Obviously, he's um, a licensed therapist, and he recommends if if you are relating to any of these topics or anything that goes that deep to finding a therapist uh, for yourself to kind of dive deeper. And mm -hmm. um, if that's part of the journey that you want to take, um, but I mean, I would I would highly recommend it. But just in general, like 
I appreciate you, uh, Ali Kona, for always being so honest. And I mean, this is going to be the podcast. This is why we're doing this. Your unpaid therapist is an homage to our best friends and talking about all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And we encourage our listeners, um, our Patreon uh, subscribers to communicate with us. Tell us, you know, maybe at what other Never Have I Ever's do you- Yeah, give us some you, suggestions. Yeah, I'd love that. And um, and yeah, communicate with us on the things that like you re resonate for you, maybe things that have helped you if you um, can relate to any of these topics. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us again. You can find us on Patreon, all sorts of little goodies when you follow us there. And then until next time, we will see you later. This is yeah. Valerie Milagros Altizado. No. Oh, excuse me. This is Ali Kona. She's away, Bradford, Caloboto. <laughs> Even though that's not my last we name. Out. Whatever. <laughs> Give you the LL Cool J deuce. <laughs> Whatever.